But if you do want to do lunch, just let me know today. Good morning, everyone. Uh, very excited. Today's topic might get a little controversial. <laughs> Buyers beware. Um, okay, so we're up to Siv Vav in the Shulchan Aruch. Uh, we're going through the Hilchas Limana Torah in Yeridea. And in Siv Vav, already the Shulchan Aruch begins talking about the Chiv of woman learning Torah. If you're supposed to teach woman Torah, if you're not supposed to teach woman Torah, um, and we'll see how the Shulchan Aruch paskins. So I figured this would be a great place to diverge, get a full sense of, uh, of the halachos here and what's going on. Um, and hopefully be able to look at some of the uh, different approaches uh, that, that we've had. Uh, and this will uh, come out into the Beis Yaakov movement um, and other schools for women. Uh, so we begin with the Pasuk in Devarim, Perak Yud Aleph, Pasuk Yud Tes, uh, source number one. It says the Pasuk, V'lemadatam es b'neichem, l'daber ban, b'shivtacha b'veisecha v'lechtacha v'aderech, u'veshachbacha u'vkumecha. Every day, uh, twice daily in Shema, sometimes even three, if you say l'fichach in the beginning. Um, so, and plus Kriyashma Lameta, okay, maybe even four. Uh, we say, Vilimadatam es benechem ladaber bam, you should teach your, your sons to speak about the Torah, right? Uh, when you're lying down, uh, going on the, on the derech, and when you wake up. How do we know that the plural means just sons? Often, you know, the plural means um, men and women. Ah, so good question. <laughs> maybe it means, maybe the plural means men and women. Uh, and there are times when we specify men and women are sometimes included. Um, but in this particular instance, um, the Chazal see it as uh, an exclusion. Meaning it could have just said, Vilimadatem osam, you should teach them. But then it specifies as Benechem, your, your sons, because it already said osam, that's the klal, and then we have a prat. Klat upral, uh, klal uprat, you had to done elakeena prat. So because we had a first uh, something that encompassed, would encompass men and women, and then we say Benechem, so now it's a limitation on that. Uh, great question. Uh, and that's what the Gemara in Kedushin says. Gemara Kedushin, Chof Tes Amad Beis, your Chayav Lalamdo Torah, your Chayav to teach your son Torah. Milnalan, how do we know? Uh, you should teach your, your sons. So you, we see that you're obligated to teach your sons Torah. And if you, the father doesn't teach his son Torah, He's obligated to teach himself Torah. Because the Pasuk says, you should teach them. How do we know that women are not obligated to learn Torah? Because uh, it said, uh, so from that extra tem, uh, we, we learn that uh, anybody who's commanded to learn Torah it's an, it's an obligation to teach them. And if they're not commanded to learn Torah themselves, so then they're not, you're not commanded to teach them Torah. How do we know in the first place that women are not obligated to learn Torah? To learn Torah on their own. Uh, 
Uminayin she'en acherim mitzuyin lelamda, de amar krav v'limadatem osam es benechem v'lo benosechem. So basically what's happening here is that we first learn from, you have to teach your son's Torah and not daughter's, right? So there's an exclusion here. So now we know that uh, women are not included in the Chiyav to teach them Torah. And then once we know that, they're that you're not obligated to teach them Torah, so then they themselves are not obligated to learn Torah because we make a, a Hekesh, only those who are ob you're obligated to teach have an obligation to yeah, actually it's learn. It's sort of a circular argument, isn't it? That Limatim um, says you, only those who are hired to teach have to learn can teach. Uh, and, the, and, we'd say, and we only get that from the, from the next statement, and they're both proving each other, aren't we? We're both proving uh, each other. Uh, so George is saying, it, doesn't it seem like both statements are, are proving each other? Right here. Yeah, uh, so here it's a little, it, it's b'neichem, that's teaching the exclusion, and then v'limadatem is teaching us to, to move it over uh, to the obligation of them learning themselves. Uh, so from Benechem, we but first. Is the proof. It, 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 it's only it's only works if you say, as you said, you know, it, it refers only to boys, to males. So it can refer to. We haven't got any way anything that says that it doesn't refer to, it except for the fact that we might to. Um. Wait. So, yeah, but where's that? That's 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 an assumption here. It's not a. No, it's, it's a what? Well, it doesn't say the Lord that's a That's a mute. But but it doesn't have to be. Well, it is because the nation means sons and not daughters. Because first the pasuk says osam, you teach them, right? Which could have included everybody, but then it says es and that's an exclusion. Uh, so now that exclusion is now saying benechem velo benosechem because it's adding in an extra extra two words in the pasuk. Uh, so because it's adding in an extra two words, now it's an exclusion. Now once we know that it's only men, not women, that you're obligated to teach, we use vilimadatem, uh, and that um, that teaches us uh, anybody who you're mitzvah to teach uh, has an obligation to to learn themselves. But if you don't have an obligation to teach, then you don't. So now. That helps us apply Benechem also over to the Benechem, obligation, obligation uh, to learn. Excludes other people. You've got an obligation to your family. You don't have an obligation to outsiders. Yeah. Uh, so George is saying, okay, maybe from Benechem we can teach other things, uh, like maybe your sons, but not outsiders. Or um, what? Austin doesn't prove sons only. It could be excluding. Yeah. Uh, other, pe other people, you don't have to teach other people. You just don't have to. What? You don't well, have to. Well, that's why for us. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, like, specifically, sons is the mitzvah. Um, yeah, I hear. So we'd have to go through Benechem and be like, why does it specifically mean sons, not daughters? Maybe it means sons, not, uh, not other people <laughs> on the street. Uh, our son's not orphan, and uh, maybe it means something else. I hear the question. Uh, so yeah, we'd have to go, but it seems like Chazal held that this is the most probable mute uh, exclusion that is that son's not daughters. 
Um, okay, so that's overall how we're learning uh, that women are not, you're not obligated to teach Torah. Once we learn that women are, you're not obligated to teach, they also don't have a chiyav to learn it themselves. Uh, but it goes a little bit further that, than that because we have the Gemara in Sota, Daf Chaf Ahmad Aleph. And here we have a big machlokas whether, because until now we just said there's no obligation, obligation to teach them Torah. There's many things that women aren't obligated uh, in. But nevertheless, they get schar and they get a mitzvah for doing them. What about when it comes to learning Torah or to teaching them Torah? Do we say that there's no obligation, but nevertheless, it's a good thing to teach them? Or do we say, no, maybe it's not a good thing to teach them? Uh, so let's see what the Gemara in Sotet, Davchaf Amaralev says. Says the Gemara Sotem Yesh La Zechus. So it's referring over here to, it's the Gemara in Sotet, so it's referring to a woman drinking the, the Sota waters. She's suspected for adultery. Uh, and it says, if she has a schus, even after drinking the soto waters, haisa tola la, uh, so then the, the soto waters wouldn't kill her right away. Uh, it would, she'd have a little bit of extra time post-drinking the soto waters uh, before uh, her stomach would implode. Yesh zechus, and if she, she has a schus, so then tola shana achas, meaning if she's a righteous woman, then she would live another year. Yesh zechus tola beishanim. If she's even more meritorious, two years, three years. Three years, though, is the max that she would, uh, uh, that she would still live post-drinking the soto waters if she was actually uh, adulterous. Um, but for the Gemara says, Mikan, from here, Omer ben Azai says, ben Azai, Chayev Adam Lilmod es bito Torah, she'im tishta teida shaschus tolala. So a person is obligated, you have a strong lesson over here, a person is obligated to teach his daughter Torah, says Ben Azai, uh, because if she drinks the soda waters, people will know uh, that, uh, that she has a schus, and we want, uh, we want our woman to be meritorious. It seems like it's a good thing, that they're, uh, because she's still living a few more years. People, people will see that, um, and that's why Ben Azai holds that you're chayav to teach your daughter Torah. Rabbi Lazar Omer, Kola Malabed Bito Torah, Lomda Teflos. Rabbi Lazar says, complete opposite direction. No, 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 not an obligation to teach your daughter Torah. Not only, not only that, but it's actually, it's like teaching them Tiflos. What does Tiflos mean? Uh, there's a Rambam that says, Melamed is Tiflos, who divrei havai v'divrei mashlim. It's a vain and, uh, and, and worthless uh, words, right? So when you teach your daughter Torah, it's, it's vain, it's worthless. They, they're not really fully going to understand uh, what's going on or use the information right. Um, and therefore, a person should not teach his daughter Torah. Uh, and then we'll just finish off the Gemara here before uh, getting a little uh, deeper into this. Amar Rabbavo, my time at the Rabbi Lazar. So then the Gemara starts going into the reasonings over here. Uh, and it says, what's the reason of Rabbi Lazar who holds that you should not teach your daughter Torah? Uh, wisdom, uh, and I live in, uh, in treachery, um, trickery. Once Chachma enters a person, they also start getting uh, tricky. If they, if they don't have a full grasp of the information, uh, then it, not only is it not useful information, but they, you, they can use it in the wrong way. And what do the Rabbanan do with this Pasuk? What do they do with this? We see that Chachma enters a person. Trickery could also enter with it. Why don't we learn from here uh, that uh, if you teach woman Torah, then they might use it in the wrong way. The Kedrabi Yosi Barabi Chanina. 
Now it's teaching us a completely separate thing. When it says arma, it doesn't mean trickery. It means nakedness. Um, and Torah is not miskayim by a person, only somebody uh, who is maimed atzmai aram. Arma, meaning he like tro- totally strips himself of uh, of uh, attachments and the way he feels like he needs the halacha to be. Only then can a person really be objective when learning Torah. Uh, if he detaches from from all the all of his negias. Um, so that's what um, so that's what the rabbanon do with that pasuk. Uh, so we see basically that we're coming out with a machlokas between Ben Azai and Rabbi Eliezer. If a person should teach his daughter Torah or not, Ben Azai holds, yes, teach your daughter Torah. She has to, she has to have his chus. Um, and Rabbi Eliezer says, no, no, no. It's like teaching tiflos. It's teaching worthless words, uh, vain words. And not only that, but they can use it in the wrong way uh, if you're teaching it to them. Uh, and therefore, a person should not teach their daughter's Torah. Um, so how do we paskin? Uh, source number four, we have the Birke Yosef in Yeridea. Says the Birka Yasef, Really, usually we don't paskin like Rabbi Yazar, right? Rabbi Yazar holds not to teach your daughter's Torah. Usually we don't paskin like them. Why? Because he's a Shamuta, he's from the house of Shammai. And we know we don't paskin like, uh, like the house of Shammai generally. Therefore, we should really paskin like Ben Azai, who holds that it's a chiv to, learn, to teach your daughter's Torah. Even though the Rabbanan, and he says even furthermore, that we find that uh, the Talmud calls, uh, calls Rabbi Eliezer Shita the Lashon of the Rabbanan, because later it says, So we see that the Rabbanan adapted the Shita of uh, Rabbi Eliezer. So that should be more of a reason to Paskin like Rabbi Eliezer, right? First of all, he's not from the house of Shammai, plus uh, the Rabbanan adapted his, uh, uh, his argument. So therefore, why don't we Paskin like him? Mikol makom pasku harambam v'ator v'siyatam k'rabbi Eliezer. Rambam, tour, uh, and all of the other major, uh, maybe not all, but a lot of the other uh, major Rishonim. Uh, they all paskin like Rabbi Yezer that it's usher to teach your daughter Torah. Why? Mishum desavri de Rabbi Yoshua de Amar b'mishdasenu wrote to Isha no se meshech svaras Rabbi Yezer because later the um, uh, the the Mishnah is going to say uh, it uh, takes on the svara of Rabbi Yezer uh, that it's usher to teach your daughter Torah. The suan furthermore the birushalmi hasam Amar de Ben Azai de Loku Rabbi Yezer Ben Azariah. We also see a Lashon in the Rishami that says, if women come to listen to Torah, then you can continue. Uh, but it doesn't say that you're obligated to teach them. So we see we don't paskin like, ben, like, uh, like, um, like Rabbi Eliezer. Uh, we paskin like uh, Ben Azai. Below all, then even furthermore, Ela de Rabbi Eliezer, Darsha B'Shabbos, Shalom B'Moshe Zakenim. We also find that Rabbi Lazar was darshaning on Shabbos in the midst of all the Zakenim, all the wise people. And it seems to be that all of the Rabbanan held this way. Um, so we, we do find that we paskin like, uh, uh, like um, Rabbi Lazar, despite the fact that usually we don't paskin like him because he's from the house of Shammai. Over here we do because we have a Yerushalmi. He also darshaned this in front of uh, many Zakenim. Nobody stopped him which seems to be like that was the accepted thing. Uh, and also we have, um, we have a, the Svara of Rabbi Eliezer in the Gemara. So three different reasons 
why over here we break the rule that we usually don't pass like, like the house of Shammai, over here we do. Uh, so what do we see at Maisa, uh, when it comes down to it? Rambam, Tur, most poskim, they hold um, that we take on the, the Shita of Rabbi Yezer, that a person should not teach their daughter Torah. Uh, let's see on the flip side all these places where we do find women learning Torah. Uh, so first we have source number five, we have the Riyaz. Uh, and says the, the Riyaz and the Mesecha Sota, Even though a woman's not commanded to learn Torah, If she wants to learn, then she's permitted to learn. Right? So we do find that she's permitted to learn if she wants to come. And that kind of also seems to be like from the case of the Yerushalmi, right? In Hanashim Bois Lishmoa, if they come to, to here, so then you can continue teaching. Uh, so we see that it's not necessarily an iser. If they're coming, uh, then it could be that it's permitted for, for them to, to learn. Uh, we also see the, the Beis HaLevi uh, over here. This is a very famous Beis HaLevi on uh, the woman's obligation of learning Torah in general. Um, but uh, says the Beis HaLevi, the, uh, source number six, the Gambe Mitzvah Shenoah goes by him. Also the mitzvahs that women are, are knowing to keep. Eim bahem mitzvos Talmud Torah klau k'modahave ba'anashim. Even the, woman that, even the mitzvahs that women are obligated to learn, they don't have the mitzvah of Talmud Torah like, like men do. Uh, so it's not a mitzvah necessarily to learn them. So then what is it? Because by men, it's like a mitzvah Every Just like putting on tefillin every single time, every second that's going by. Uh, not only do we have a different topic, but we're fulfilling the mitzvah of Talmud Torah. Mitzvah saseh. And when we're learning, we're makayim and mitzvahs say as men. Even mitzvahs that, uh, that we don't keep nowadays. Even kachim, uh, right? Not nogeya nowadays. Kachim, taros, uh, they don't apply nowadays. We're still, we have a chiyav to learn them. Even though they have no practicality, uh, it's a mitzvah of learning Torah, uh, to, learn, to learn them. But by woman, there's no obligation uh, at all in, in its own sense, right? There's no shashua uh, of Taira, of just learning lishma and the sparas of the Gemara back and forth. But the smog writes that nevertheless, there's a mitzvah for them to learn. The mitzvahs that they that they need that they need to know, uh, ones that they're going to practice. so that they know how to uh, fulfill them. This is what we find the chagiga that uh, the anashim would come to to learn. Nashim would also listen. The limud itself is not the mitzvah by them. Uh, she already knows all the dinim uh, that are nogea to chala or uh, Shabbos or whatever area she needs to, she needs to know. And she already knows how to fulfill them. Even according to the smog, she no longer needs to learn. So we're, we're finding from the Beis HaLevi that he kind of splits things here. And he says there's a difference between uh, learning Torah in a, in a, uh, for its knowledge, in order that you can have the knowledge of how to fulfill the mitzvahs, and learning Torah for the sake of learning Torah. 
So he makes that chilek. And he says, for men, there's a chiyav of learning Torah for the sake of learning Torah. It makes no difference if you need that knowledge practically. For women, though, the obligation, uh, like the smog, is only to know amanas lasos, right? And in order that she can do it, so to actually have the knowledge embedded in her so that she can fulfill the mitzvahs properly. Uh, so that's how the Beis Alevi is mechalak for a woman, uh, which, and that'll have a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, nafkaminas la'alacha. Right? Should she learn Kachim Taras? No. Should she learn uh, Yeradeya uh, or, or Achayim? Uh, and most, of, most areas of Alacha? Yes. Right? Those are, most areas of Alacha are going to be Nogea. Probably 80% of Alacha will be Nogea to women. Um, because she has to know, uh, except for parts of like Tefillin, um, but uh, everything that has to do with the Moadim, uh, so the whole Chelek Vav. Uh, waking up in the morning um, and chakras also, right? All the tefilos, maybe not the minyanim stuff, uh, but still, most areas of, uh, of uh, Kriya Shema and tefila uh, will be no gaya to her. Uh, so practically, a woman would have to, uh, would have to learn most areas of alakha, um, but it wouldn't be uh, that she has a, a, a mitzvah of learning just for the sake of learning. Uh, so uh, let's, all these examples of where we find that woman can indeed learn Torah. We have the Yushami and Brachos. <coughs> uh, that says, Zavin v'zavos nidos v'yoldos korim batara v'shonim v'medrash v'alachas v'agadais. Uh, so the, the Yushami and Brachos says specifically that a woman who's a nida is allowed, even though she's in a state of Tumah, uh, she's allowed to be Korabatara, she's allowed to learn Midrash, Halacha, Hagados. So it seems to apply that women can learn these areas. Um, maybe even, it doesn't necessarily say they should learn, it just says, it definitely says that they can. No? Uh, we have the Gemara and Sanhedrin uh, that also says that in the times of Chizkiah and Melech, there was uh, no, uh, what was the Lushen? Um There was no Lomatsu Tinok Vitinokes, Ish Vishha Shaloha Yubikiam Behokas Tuma Vatara. There was no even a girl who didn't wasn't Bucky, didn't know all the areas of Tuma and Tahara. Uh, so we see in and this is Chizkiyo Amelech when he was uh, uh, returning the Am Bichuva, um, and every, there was a mass chuva movement happening. Uh, and they got to the level where there's no girl or woman who didn't know the complexities of the halachas of Tuma. Uh, so we see that, uh, like the smog, that they did know the areas that were nogea to them uh, in great depth. The Gemara in Bava Basra also says that the, the daughters of Tzalafchad were Chachmanios. Uh, what's the lesson over here? Chachmaniosein, uh, Darshaniosein. Not only were they wise, meaning they had a lot of knowledge, uh, but they're also Darshanios, meaning they, they were able to uh, darshan one thing from another. Uh, so we find that they, uh, they were darshanios. They can analyze and interpret uh, the psukim in the Torah. Uh, and that's how they came to, to challenge Moshe uh, on, uh, on the inheritance. Uh, we also find that Bruria, which is the, the wife of Rabbi Meir, the Gemara and Pesachim says uh, that Bruria, uh, Rabbi Meir's wife, uh, she had such a good memory that she could learn 300 halachas in one day from 300 different chachamim. Uh, so she would go, and obviously the Chachamim were, they were teaching her. Uh, so here we find not only can they learn Halacha, but she can even be taught. Uh, and this is, uh, this is, seems like heavy areas. Uh, we also find that she was a master at uh, one of the Sifrei Kabbalah, uh, in Diver, the Medrash on Divrei Hayamim. 
Um, I forgot what it was called. Uh, what's the Medrash on Divrei Yamim called? Uh, Sefer Yuchsin. Uh, she learned for three years, Sefer Yuchsin. Um, and um, and she, uh, the Gemara says that she still never learned her property because it's so long and difficult to learn. Uh, but we find that she's learning uh, deep areas of, uh, of Torah. Uh, the Chachamim are also teaching her. So we'll have to, right, what's going on? How, how can she be taught Torah? Uh, is she permitted to learn Torah? So Burya is, uh, uh, is one of the main examples of women who learn Torah. Uh, the Marshal, the this is pretty wild. Marshal talks about her grandmother named Rabbanit Marat Miriam. Uh, in the 1350s, who taught halacha to the best yeshiva bachim uh, from behind a curtain. Uh, so she had a shir uh, teaching the yeshiva guys uh, halacha from behind the curtain. Uh, Prisha was uh, also quoted his mother, who, was, uh, who knew a lot of different areas of halacha. Uh, Prisha is also very famous, uh, wife of Rev. Isser Zalman Meltzer. Uh, it said that she helped uh, edit the Evena Ezel. Uh, Rev. Shlomo Zalman's wife would often answer Shilas over the phone. Uh, based on her husband's psak, but like she knew all the psakim of her husband, and she'd pretty much give you the, give you the psak halacha. Um, and there's Pachad uh, Yitzchak, uh, the what's the Rebetzin of BJJ? She's Nifter. Is it, is it, it's not Rebetzin Tarshish, is it? Tarshish. Yeah, with the BJJ seminar. Uh, so she's the daughter of the Pachad Yitzchak. She wrote a lot of. Oh uh, yeah, Rebetzin Davis. She wrote a lot of uh, Sefer Pachat Yitzchak, uh, as uh, as legend has it. Uh, so we do find women, and she's quoting all over the place, right? She she's, she brought down the quotes from Zohar, Gemaras. Uh, so she definitely was proficient in all these different areas of learning. Uh, so we do find many examples of women learning Torah. Uh, and the question is, okay, how, how is is it permitted? Is it uh, should we encourage it? Uh, so let's see the Shulchan Arach and Yeridea, how we pask in the Maisa. Uh, in Reishmem Vav, says the, the Shulchan Arach, uh, If a woman learns Torah, she does get schar, she gets reward for learning Torah. It's not the same amount of a schar ish. Because she's not commanded in doing it. If you're commanded in doing it, there's more pressure on you, uh, and there's more, uh, there's more tension. Uh, so therefore, you, uh, you don't get as much schar if you're doing it out of your own volition uh, and it's your passion project and that's why you're doing it. Because she's not commanded to do. Even though she does get schar, right? So really, there are, really the Shulchan Aruch saying is really it's a good thing for her to learn and she's going to get schar for learning. But nevertheless, Chazal commanded a person not to teach their daughter's Torah. Uh, like we saw from Rabbi Eliezer, because most women, uh, their mind isn't, uh, isn't set for learning. Uh, and we have to understand that, that back then, it was a very different mitzvah. Uh, women were not, uh, were not educated. Uh, so they couldn't write, uh, read, for the, pretty much all, unless she was like an aristocrat, couldn't write, read, uh, even language-wise, uh, maybe a, a little bit less. Uh, and it was only uh, Jews, it was like an anomaly that, that we had uh, education where we were able to write and read. Uh, and because, of, uh, because we had to learn Torah, uh, that's pretty much why we all learned to write and read and why our IQ was uh, way higher than everybody else at the time. Uh, the people we were surrounded with, we had a much higher education. Um, but uh, back then it wasn't common that everybody would be able to read and write. 
Uh, so that also is something that the poskim are going to take into, into account nowadays. Meaning, would Chachamim be mitzvah not to teach your woman Torah because ain't daitas mechuvanin l'islamid? What about nowadays? Do we say daitas mechuvanin l'islamid? Meaning, is it an inherent thing on the way that they process information? Or is it uh, just based on their skill set and how they're going to interpret and use the information? Uh, but nowadays where we have a better education system uh, and women are educated to the same degree, uh, sometimes even higher than men, so then maybe that would change? Or do we say, no, it's the, it's the way they emotionally process the information that's going to be an issue. Uh, so we'll have, to, we'll have to go through that at the end. Um, but uh, we see that the Tzivu um, Chazal, so the way the Shulchan Aruch is phrasing it is Tzivu Chazal, Chazal commanded. Uh, so meaning it's not necessarily it, that Chazal were learning it from the Torah that, they, that women shouldn't learn Torah, uh, but it's Tzivu uh, Chazal, Chazal were Metzava that this is not a good idea uh, to teach them Torah. Because and they'll take Torah and turn it into uh, something uh, that 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 doesn't have uh, the status that it deserves. Uh, worthless words, uh, because um, because of their of their um, easier minds. Uh, and This is what the uh, Chachamim say. If you teach your daughter Torah, it's like teaching them Tiflos. And here it explains Tiflis not like the Rambam, that it means divrei havai, worthless words, uh, that it's not going to do anything. But here he even says divara vera. They're going to use it in the wrong way uh, and use Torah to, to twist things. Uh, what are we talking about? This is only Torah Shabal Peh, where it's easy to misinterpret things and Torah Shabal Peh. Uh, and to say, oh, they really meant this, or did we darshan that wrong? Uh, so, but when it comes to Torah Shabbat don't teach them Lachatchila initially. But if you do teach them, it's not like teaching them Tiflis. Uh, uh, so, the Shulchan Archa is coming out, a few things. One is that it's only a Tzivoy Chazal. Um, two is um, that. Um, that it's only on Torah Shabbat Peh that it's usher to teach them. So Mishnayas, Gemara, uh, but Torah Shabbat Sav, like, uh, uh, like learning it, the Pesukim, learning Torah, um, learning uh, Tanakh, all that is going to be, um, you, you shouldn't teach them L'Chathila, but uh, it's not like teaching them Tiflis, there's no Tzivu Chachamim not to, and she will get schar for learning them, uh, for learning it as well. Um, the big question will be why is why is it lo yilamid right? If there's no if there's no tzivur chachamim, not to teach them, and she gets schar, shouldn't that be a good thing, right? Just like shaking lulav, there's no chiyuv for her to shake lulav because it's mitzvah sase shazman grama, uh, but it's encouraged that she shakes lulav and esrog on sukkis, and not only is it encouraged, but uh, the Ashkenazim we she she makes a bracha on it because uh, she could say asher kedishanu b'mitzvosav. Hashem uh, sanctifies with his mitzvahs. Uh, it's a mitzvah that I can opt in, but it's still a mitzvah coming upon me, nevertheless. Uh, so why shouldn't we say the same thing here by learning Torah? I'm not sure the answer. Uh, why the Shulchan Aruch uh, suggests not even teaching them Torah Shabbat Shabbat if it's a mitzvah. Uh, so I'll have to look into that a little bit. Um, and then we have the Ramah over here. And he says, Nevertheless, a woman should learn the dinam that are shayach to her. So he's paskening uh, like the smog that we saw. Uh, 
Okay, so maybe if a woman's obligated to learn the halachas that she needs to know, is she obligated to teach her daughter those halachas? No, because the Pasuk says, B'neichem below B'noseichem. So she's not chayev to teach her, her daughter's Torah. Mikol makom, imozeres levena o levala, sheyasku batorah, cholek eschar ba'adayu. Nevertheless, if she's helping uh, her husband or her son to learn Torah, uh, and she's being Moser Nefesh or doing whatever she has to do in order to, so that they can learn or sending them to uh, Keser Torah or whatever other schools we have. Uh, so then she gets the same amount of schar uh, as, the, as the husband because she's doing her part, he's doing his part. Um, so they, they, they both get an equal share of the schar. Uh, so we find that women are not obligated to, to teach Torah from the Shulchan Ar- to, to learn. Uh, specifically, Torah Shabal Peh, you shouldn't even teach them. Uh, but there's no iser to teach them Torah Shabbat Chsav. Um, and then uh, we have the Prisha, um, who, says, uh, who says, but if they take initiative on their own, it's, the iser is only to teach. What if they take a initiative on their own and they, and they want to take it seriously? Uh, so says the Prisha in source number eight. Um, mm-hmm. If she's teaching herself, right, she's coming to learn on her own initiative. So now we see, okay, she's not like most of the majority of women. Uh, she, is, she really wants to take this seriously uh, and really wants to, to figure out uh, what the, um, even Tarsha Balpeh, right, even because he seems to be saying even Tarsha Balpeh, she really wants to figure out uh, what's happening here. Uh, and now we're not worried that she's going to use it for Devar Avera because she's trying to get to the bottom of it. Uh, this is why we wrote above that she has When does she get schar? That's if she's learning it properly. You're not just uh, teaching her lightly uh, where she can use it in an improper way. Uh, so if she's learning it properly, then we're not worried. Uh, but a father should not teach her. Uh, but a father shouldn't teach her because she might use it in the wrong way because uh, he doesn't know what her intentions are uh, in using that information. Uh, so we see that, uh, that if she's coming on her own initiative, it might not be such an issue. Uh, the Chida the writes that this was the case of Bruria in source number nine, Pirish Aramban. The Pirish Divir Tifas, Hainu She'ena Mechovenes Lilmod, Elamotiel Divrei Haitara Ledivrei Avai, Uvivruria, Sheikiru Ba, Shahayasa Kavanasa Lilmod, Bechol Liba, Begodo Schara, Sichla, Lekachlam Dua. By Bruria, they saw she was really interested uh, in learning everything properly, uh, and, uh, and, and they saw what was Beliba, that she really uh, wanted uh, to, to get to the bottom of things. Uh, and she wasn't going to use it in the right wo- uh, in the in the wrong way. That's why she was able to learn by three hundred chachamim. They all taught her Torah uh, because everybody knew that Bruria um, had a had a real cheshek to know the Torah properly. Um, in the Sefer Hasidim, also says that one should should teach women halacha. Uh, so not just that it's a mitzvah for them to have the knowledge. You should even teach them. Chayav adam lumod livnosav hamitzvos kigon piske halachas. A person's obligated to teach their daughters. Mitzvos like piske halacha, masha amro, shamalamid le ishitora, kilum lamda tiflos, zeu omek talmud. This is talking about the depths of, of talmud, uh, the technicalities going back and forth. Uh, that a woman has a more practical mind. She's not interested in the technicalities so much and back and forth. And she's like, what is all of this? Uh, she can have more of a tendency for that. Uh, the way that Yitzhak Berkowitz puts it is uh, that Gemara is a book written by men for men. 
Uh, so like the, oh, the logical back and forth and the theoreticals. Uh, the women don't like the theoreticals, right? They just care about the practical, how, how it affects me. Uh, so generally speaking, you should also teach them the reasons for the mitzvahs. So the Torah is also the secrets of the Torah. Seems to be a Kabbalah also over here. Kabbalah or Medrash. Uh, also, is a person is obligated to teach. His Lashon is pretty stark. And Osan Ein Melamdin Leisha Lakatan. And Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, so Talmud, Taimei Amitzas, and Sodei Atara, a person is not, uh, should not teach uh, to an Isha and a Katan. But you should teach her uh, all the practicalities of Torah. She says, hey, if she doesn't know uh, the halachas of Shabbos clear, how is she going to keep Shabbos? All the, all the other mitzvahs as, as well, she has to be able to be careful with them. Uh, so that's what we're coming out uh, in just the general sense on a woman's obligation uh, that she is, you should probably even teach her uh, the, anything that's practical. Uh, there might even be a chiv to teach your daughters any uh, practical areas of halacha. Uh, but when it comes to uh, the other areas, uh, like tameh ha-mitzvot, sodeh ha-torah, talmud, mishnayas, uh, so all those areas, uh, we have a tzivu chachamim not to teach them. Uh, we're going to have to see in to next week. We'll see if things are different nowadays, right? Nowadays that there's been a major shift in how women are taught, how they're processing. Maybe if it's even ace lasos la Hashem, because if women aren't, uh, don't have a deep connection to Torah, uh, so then they, they, if they don't feel a deep connection, then they might leave Yiddishkeit or it's going to become secondary to them. And especially nowadays, they're going to universities and they're learning high, science to the highest degree, maths to the highest degree, and secular studies. Uh, so we, if we only give them that outlet and not an outlet in Torah to really connect deeper to Hashem, uh, so then there's also a worry that, okay, so now is, the secular studies is going to become their main thing. What's going to happen to their Torah studies and their uh, connection to Hashem? Uh, so we'll have to see if things are different nowadays, uh, but we got the overall structure. Shkach, an amazing day. When did the Beis 